I'm Rizlar. I'm Frosty. As nobody's really engaged quite yet. Yep, oh, there we have a bit of- Oh, is that a triple stun for the Mystic? And welcome back to the value pack. good all right so welcome back everybody uh we're gonna jump straight into comments because we got a lot of things that we want to talk about today uh well not a lot of things necessarily but things that are just going to take a pretty good amount of time uh so frosty what do you want to start with you want to get the reddit stuff out of the way first like always yeah let's start negative and then work slowly towards positive <laughs> Well, it's funny you say that because the top comment of the day is from uh, Dangerous Senpai on Reddit. He says, really enjoy these videos. Always make my day better. Aw. That's very unreddit of you. That's very unreddit-like of you. Mm -hmm. Um, Shorter than your average says, you mentioned Striker is good at Manschwams. Do you think a Striker with similar AP can grind Manschwams faster than Mystic? Uh, it depends on the AP. I say no. So, I, I don't think so. I think if you're at the lower end of AP, like if you're barely at the Rex for Manschwams, yeah, probably. But if you're anywhere else on the AP spectrum, probably not. Yeah, I think I think Mystic will always edge out um, Striker at Manschwams just because Sea Burial has such a low cooldown. And then Wave Orb, like it's like Sea Burial, Wave Orb, and Rising Dragon are all really effective there. Whereas Striker has a leg drop and then like one other skill to rotate and leg drop. I mean, leg drop has a short cooldown, but the without the flow, it doesn't do as much. So, yeah, I think Mystic's yep. always a little bit better, but not not so much better that it's worth like f grabbing another class. Um, in my opinion, I mean, we know Striker like Laserface grinds there all the time and on his Striker, and he loves it. So, yeah, and he does fairly well for himself. Um, tuber oh, tuberculosis, ha, hilarious. Tuberculosis says, you should make this a podcast so people can listen at work. It is. It's on uh, CastBox, and Frosty is uh, trying to figure out some stuff to get it in some other places. It's some stuff that he's working on. Yeah, I'm trying to get just a basic feed link that anyone can put into any podcast app they use, and it would basically just, every time we finish an episode, I can upload it there. And it'll create a link, and that link will automatically be distributed to anyone who's subscribed. I just need to find a good place that does it that doesn't either A, rip me off, or B, put malware on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you can find them on uh, CastBox, though. That's a podcasting app that I use uh, basically every day at work. Uh, I'm always listening to... My favorite podcast is probably Joe Rogan's, because I'm a basic bitch. Uh, so yeah, I like it, and you can find us on there. I put every single episode up there, except for the first one, which I somehow magically lost. Um, the next comment is from Frothy. He says, glad you put these on CastBox. Hey, Frothy. Yeah, me, me too, Frothy, me too. Uh, going down, waste of $10 says, keep it up, fellies. Wait, what's a waste of $10? Oh, the guy's name. No, the guy's name oh, okay. is waste of $10. I was like, wait, Rez, you're charging for these? Where's yeah, my dude. cut, dude? We need to make money, brother. Uh, little dancing man just commented three hours ago. He just barely got it in in time. 
Foxen, he says, love the intro, keep it up. Thanks, man. I like it too. Yeah. Um, OG Shine says, Tim Allen, win. Soon, TM. Soon? Is it soon? I don't know. Maybe I'll reach out. I, I don't know if he would uh, be down. I mean, I'd be down to have him on. I don't know about you, Frosty. Yeah, I don't think he'd respond to me, but yeah. I don't think he would either. <laughs> We're like nobodies, and he's like one of the biggest faces of a BDO right now. So yeah, but yeah, I'd love to have Tim Allen on, man. That'd be sick. Um, just kind of hang out, talk about whatever we want. Tommy Baus says, "A uh, new listener here. Really enjoyed episode nine and hearing others' opinions on the game's content. I wouldn't mind some censorship, uh, possibly only because I get a weird look from people." After the word fuck is used three times in less than a few minutes. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> but really it's no big deal. Looking forward to the next episode. Have liked and subscribed. Keep it up and thank you for the good content. Love seeing the BDO community grow, even if it is a little toxic. Um, a lot of toxic. It's um, a lot of toxic. We're the best of it, probably. Yeah. Uh, I'll try not to cuss. I mean, I normally don't cuss that much. I don't know. I don't think about it, to be honest. Yeah, see, I grew up playing video games online, so <laughs> it's just kind of ingrained into my soul at this point. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... We need a yeah, family-friendly family version. Yeah, like, my parents, uh, when I was growing up, didn't let me cuss, but, like, I just don't cuss around them. So it's like, I cuss literally 90% of the time, and then when I'm around them, I don't cuss. So it's like... Just pretend All right, try not to. Pretend they're listening. We'll be good. Pretend they're listening. Omega oh, My mom actually said she was like, "So, what's your what's your YouTube channel name? I want to watch some of these videos that you're making." And I was like, "You don't want to watch them. That you don't. You're not gonna have a clue what's what we're talking about, what we're doing. Like, you're not gonna have any idea." She's like, "I'd still like to know as long as there's no like foul language or anything." And I was like, "Well, <laughs> that ship has sailed." Oh, yeah. Dude, even the band I play with, it's like, I show them the intro, and then the rest, I'm like, yeah, no, you guys wouldn't understand. <laughs> I mean, because if you don't, like, if you don't play BDO, then why would you, like, why would you care? Why would you watch? It just doesn't make sense. Yep. Even people that play BDO don't care, don't watch. So, that's true. feels bad. Uh, and then the last comment, the most downvoted comment on the Reddit, says, skip to the APDP part, laughed, turned it off. Apparently he didn't like what we had to say. Which is interesting because we both had a like complete opposite take on it. Maybe he's somewhere really, really firmly in the middle. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That was weird. Um, And then somebody commented, actually the most upvoted comment in this entire comment thread with eight points. He says, you're constantly negative in this subreddit based on post history. Can you just chill out and not be a dick? Oh, I love when people run the investigation on someone's Reddit. <laughs> so funny. Um all right, moving on. We're moving on to uh YouTube comments as soon as I kill this pack. Um first comment is from uh Luke John. He says solution I considered to PA, which is protected area by the way, uh in case people don't know, uh was to remove the limit on it so it will infect affect an entire guild but put a cooldown on each player it hits so that they cannot receive PA again during that time. 
should alleviate some of the frustration you feel when you go against a comp that has an insane amount of Witchards. Um, would also make it easier to fit other classes into a Siege Guild. Witchards would still be very sought after for heals and their damage. Yeah, I mean, like, people dying at random times would make it super awkward, but I guess it could work. I don't yeah, know. I think that's a pretty decent solution. I mean, again, like, the the way the game is now in regards to protected areas is really not okay. So, I mean, like, in my opinion, any, like, decent solution instantly becomes, like, yeah, that's a really good idea. Um, I really do like that idea, though. I, I, I don't know about covering everybody, but um, definitely the idea... That idea's been thrown around before. I don't know if it was by you, Frosty, or somebody else. But the idea of a timer, like a cooldown, like a personal PA cooldown timer on your character has been thrown out before. And I think that's a pretty good idea, honestly. Where, like, when you get PA'd, you can't be PA'd again for another, like, three minutes. Right. I think yeah. it's a pretty good idea, personally, but Could I don't be. know. Um, Salty Peppa says, been enjoying your value pack. Whoops. I would love to see a female Zerker, uh... To be a Frenzy Berserker like the poster one from 3.5 D&D. Something like take more damage to buff your damage. Basically a suicide slash meme button. Alternatively, you could just give her a weapon that I think more games should use because it's sheer ridiculousness. The Meteor Hammer. If you just make the spiked ball explosive for the Awakening, lol. That would perfectly mirror the explosions from the male Zerker. Maybe make her strong in Russian like Zarya. <laughs> strong in Russian. I love that. Strong and That's Russian. That's the new area coming after Kama. It's like going to be just strong south. Strong in Russian? It's going to be just south of Kama. It's called Russia. Oof. That was some sick ground spots. Um, yeah, I mean, that could work, I guess. Um, the explosive thing is kind of interesting. I like that idea. Yeah. An explosive, I don't know. I'm like, just mace. not... There's other classes... I understand people like the idea of a female Berserker, but there's other classes that I would like to see before I saw a female Berserker. Like a Necro, like a Pally, like a Bard. You know, those types of things. But A Wind Dancer, something that controls like wind and tornadoes and stuff. That would be kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. A uh, level 10 White Knight, like Frosty. Those would be so sick, dude. They're just... So that he can finally represent himself in-game, how he feels out of game. Yeah, you have to, instead of grinding mobs, you walk around to get EXP, you have to go up to players and be like, hey, we're actually having a lot of fun, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> um, Next comment is from the Shepherd 112 He says, great video, guys. I really respect what you have to say about BDO and love seeing your videos in my sub box. Question for you guys. When I, we when I reach 270 AP, I was thinking of rerolling off Mystic to DK. Which of the two has higher damage slash damage scaling at that point? What is DK's role in large-scale PvP, and how do they perform in 1v1s? How is the grind with them, especially Histria and Achman? And if DK is bad, how would you fix her? Maybe DK could be an entire topic you cover over the next video if you felt like it. Thanks again, guys. Um, what was the AP he said he had? 270. He said when he reaches 270. Oh, when he reaches 270? Um, I mean, DK just straight up does more damage than Mystic at 270 against everything except for Mystics and Strikers. And yeah. 
Um, for PvE, they're really good in Aukman. They're really good in history. They're harder to play in history than Mystic. Mystic, you could just turn your brain off. Um, Mystic is probably slightly more efficient because the pre-awakened skills are really, really effective. But the DK is actually really good in history, and the DK is even better than Mystic in Aukman. Um, I don't know if DK is bad. I don't, I don't think DK is bad. I don't feel that DK is bad personally. I know like some DKs hate hearing that every DK is a victim, but, um, I don't know if I could change anything about DK, it would just be their overall tankiness. They're like really squishy and I don't think they need to be that squishy just because everyone is so squishy anyway. Um, but outside of that, I don't know. I think DK's all right. I would stick to DK if you enjoy it more, honestly. And now at 270, you can kill Mystics and Strikers, so. Yeah, ever since the change, the change to uh, DP or whatever, I feel like it's like... DK has definitely come up a little bit, for sure. Um, And DK, like, the thing is DK scales really well. Like, once you start getting those insane amounts of AP with DK, not saying Mystic doesn't, but, like, DK really doesn't perform well until you get, like, 261, 265. Then anything higher than that, like, you start getting into ridiculous amounts of damage. So. Yep. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Would you change anything about DK, personally? Nah, probably not. Yeah, I mean, the, I don't know they, enough about the class to make an informed decision on what should be changed. They had a nice little stamina change recently. Um, was it this week? I think it was this week, where they recover stamina during some of their skills, which is kind of helpful. So, I mean, outside of stamina being an issue, I think DK is fine, honestly. I suppose they are a little on the tanky side, but my only concern would be like, you can't buff DK's tankiness, but then leave like all the other super squish classes in the in the garbage can. Right, they're on the squishy like, side. Yeah, okay. like the the rangers, the DKs, the tamers, like all the classes that just like blow up whenever you like breathe in their general direction. Like you'd have to kind of help all of them out a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Maybe change Tamer's uh, weight passive to a health passive. Huh? <laughs> no, they need that, dude. I need that for trading. <laughs> Don't change that. Um, Sunshine Sinpai says, nice, another one. Thank you. Glad you're enjoying. Mm -hmm. Jeff M says, love the intro. Imagine putting in so much effort for 146 views. Keck, you guys are great. Dot, dot, dot. Pulls out Meat Scepter. I'm scared. <laughs> Pretty sure that's directed at you. The meat. God, I hope it's not directed at me. Maybe it was the guy I just ran into at Bassie Den. Oh yikes, dude. Um, Nayashe, Nayash. I'm sorry if yeah, I'm I... butchering. I'm gonna butcher the shit but out of that. That's the way. Nayashe. That's a uh, a good, very good Mewa. Their YouTube picture is a Mewa. So yeah, then they're very good Maywa. What? Uh, how do you know? Like, they have a ton of YouTube videos. Um, he, he yeah, he puts up like highlight videos and PVP videos. I've I've watched a few of his videos when I was like considering trying Maywa out. And he's super good. I've dueled him a few times oh. too in BA, but just kind of randomly when he happened to be in there on like Belly of Four. 
Well, let's check out his YouTube channel. Right. Yeah, he's got a bunch of videos on here. Yeah. He's, a bunch he's, of different stuff going on. He's pretty well known, pretty sure. Well, apparently I'm out of the loop. But he says, uh, instead of two flying balls around your face like Witch Wizard, Necro could have pieces of bones circling around them, and they could have a golem like Witch Wizard, but a bone golem like one of those quest bosses, or a clay one like the Mudster type. Bone Spear and Bone Spirit, please, right. lol. Ah, oh, dude, it would be so fun in this game, Bone Spirit, or even Bone Prison, where these are Diablo 2 references. Yeah, I figured. Well, I guess Diablo <laughs> 3 as well now, but... Originally Diablo 2. Yeah, Bone Spirit was so much fun on the Necromancer back in the day. That would be awesome. I mean, it would just look so cool in this game, too. Just the graphics and the way combat works. Yeah, I'm with you. 100%. I like the the floating bones could be, like, one of the weapons. I still think, like, a wand would be fine. There's still no class with a straight-up wand. And, like, that's what they use in Diablo. Yeah. Well, in the old Diablo. Well, I think wands are typically seen as, like, kind of boring. I... Well, not like a magic wand from, like, a Las Vegas magician. <laughs> the black and white one. <laughs> that would be funny, No, though. I just mean in general. Like, people like big, flashy things, you know? So, I don't know. We'll see. Um. Well, then make it a female. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. Uh, what's his name again, Frosty? Nyash? Nyashe? I think it's... Nayashe? 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 I guess I've never really heard of I don't know how to pronounce your name, yeah. but, uh, my dude, uh, on this video, if you, uh, watch this on this video, you can, uh, comment, or you can just, like, PM me on, uh, on YouTube. I think there's a PM system on YouTube. Uh, come on the podcast, man. Yeah. Come and talk to us about Musa Mewa. We just last, uh, podcast, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Where we said we'd love to cover Musa Mewa, but we don't know enough about it. And if uh, Frosty's given you his seal of approval on your Maywa skills, we'd love to have you on, and maybe we can bring on a Musa and have you guys talk about Musa and Maywa and debate over what's better, what's worse. But, yeah, contact me uh, some way, man. Message me. Just drop a comment. Like, whatever. We'd love to have you on if you want to give us some of your time, dude. That'd be great. Agreed. Well, PvP on um, the stream. That'd be actually fun. PvP. <laughs> uh, Austin Lacaster? I hope I'm saying that right. Itaxi says, I would welcome no per, uh, PA invincibility. Imagine an Node War where three to eight man hit squads are the main force. An entire Node War of small scale battles microwing around each other. Sounds like more fun than Death Ball, PA, Charge In. Hope your group has more PAs. This would also open options for Siege where you can construct something like battery rams for gates or other Siege weapons to make up for the invincibility loss. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm with you in spirit. I I still think, like, the DP is, is a necessary evil in large scale. Otherwise, everyone just falls over immediately. In o could they in not o just, like, buff DP all around in Node Wars, though? They totally could. Yeah, that could definitely be an option. I mean, I don't know how exactly it would work, or they'd make it work where people would actually not be pissed, but it's, it's an option, yeah. Yeah. Itek's still hating protected area, even when he's not in RBF, getting cucked on his ults. Yeah. Um, Itex is rolling to Witch soon, isn't he? He's going to love protected area. He is. Area. You, you better he, watch he started it. Loving, he started leveling it up last week, I think. I think he's already got it to 60, actually. 
Yeah, be, um, be careful what you say, I text that. That protected area is going to get you into a top siege guild one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Lost Souls says Ninja stays on the floor forever if you don't press anything. <laughs> I'm not even sure what that's referring to. Did we talk about that? Uh, last well, time? we briefly touched on. Um, Oh, knockdown the knockdown timers. timers. Yeah, which I think another commenter asked about. I could not find the post, by the way. Well, I'll wait to get to that, but... Yeah, I think everyone just sits on the ground forever if you don't touch it. I mean, if you don't press any buttons, you kind of stay on the ground for a really long time. I haven't tested this on every class, but you should probably be pressing buttons. Yeah. you get knocked down, though. Uh, Chris Klotz says, what does PA stand for? And then he edited it saying PA equals protected area. They said it later in the podcast. You got it, bud. Yeah, we should have said it earlier. I, I completely forgot. All the acronyms and we, we have to say. Or any abbreviations. Yeah, we've been playing for so long that this stuff just seems like common knowledge to us. But uh, we got we to gotta realize that it might not be common knowledge to everybody. Especially people who maybe don't P, uh, PvP as much. So. Yep. Which is like mostly what we talk about. So... Yeah, we need to be better about that. Um, Diver Diver says, how about bringing in people who are new or re-returning players on why they keep coming back to the game? All right, and we have a special guest today, Reslar. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> it's your boy. What's up, returning um, player? I mean, I can tell you why people keep coming back to the game. It's because there's nothing better out there right now. Um, the fact of the matter is that if you want a MMO that has action combat and is doing really well for itself. This is like the only one. No other game comes close to BDO's action combat. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's basically it. Like I I've said for a good couple years now, probably a good, like two, two and a half years. And no, 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 probably like one and a half to two years. Um, ever since the game started becoming like super pay to win. Um, the second a game comes out, with like similar uh, action combat that's done really well. The similar an MMO comes out with similar action combat, this game's probably gonna die like instantly. Um, Cause I think most people that play this game super seriously have a very love-hate relationship with it. Like they enjoy playing it and they have fun, but there's so many bad things about the game that if something similar that is better came out, they would drop it like really easily. So, but there's nothing better right now. So, this is what everyone's playing. Yeah. It, I mean I think if a game that came out was better and people heard about it, regardless of what video is doing, if it's better wouldn't they play? Well, I mean, yeah, but not necessarily. Look, I I mean, I agree there's just nothing, there's no con I mean, the combat is the thing that keeps most people even in pve because the funny thing is like there's really no ai in this game like the mobs just slowly walk towards you there's not really doing any mechanics but because the combat of your personal character is so good the controls like from everything everything from how quick it is how you don't rely on tab targeting to the key bindings, like down F, forward F, down left click, left click, right click, like those key combinations, instead of pressing like one through zero and control one through zero, like older games, it's, you're kind of stuck. You feel, whenever you play a new game, 
I mean, I know Bless is a horrible, horrible example because the game was absolutely crap. But when I played it to level nine, I was like, okay, I, I <laughs> cannot do this. Like, I can't press one through zero again. Or like, it had this weird combo system where you just press one button over and over and it just doesn't feel as good. You feel like you're like one with your character in BDO. So, yeah, that I think that's why people come back. And there's there's not anything better. Like, graphics-wise, everything. There's a lot of stuff about it that's good. And there's a lot of people playing this game, too. Like, there's other old MMOs that are decent, but there's just not enough players, so it's not as fun. Yeah, I mean, so unless you want to do tap targeting, there's, like, literally nothing else to play. Which, if you're like me and Frosty, you literally can't physically do tap targeting. <laughs> I'm offended. Like, I'm actually offended these days when a a new a developer releases a new game with tab targeting. Tab targeting was a technical limitation. There's no reason to put it in a game today. It makes no sense. So. Yep. Yeah. So that answers that. Um next is Delesler. Delesler? I don't know. Uh the chart you told us about at six forty five, could you link that here somewhere frosty? Yeah, I tried. I really tried. I searched Reddit everywhere. It it's not even that old, the one that people were talking about. It's like maybe I don't know, a few months old or something. I could not I couldn't find it on Reddit and I don't really know where else to look. I searched like every variation of knockdown timer test, knockdown tests. Maybe a listener can can find that and post that in the comments this time that would be awesome but yeah i couldn't find it and john gee says something i never understood about node wars and siege is the combat matchlock and cannon maybe dp builds are good if you use those mm, which cannon is he just talking about regular cannons like cannon yeah i'm assuming uh, the matchlock I don't understand, but the cannons are like a really, really like mainstay, staple part of being in a strong guild. Like at the high end, cannons. Yeah. Put work on, on forts. Keep pressure up. When and now that you can be damaged while you're on the cannon, like that actually would make sense. Um, yeah, I thought about running a. Uh, I used to have a uh, Tet Trinax like when they first came out. And I actually thought about running a DP build just to, like, have my axe. So, like, basically I could just sit there and, like, axe a base. And as long as I had people around me, like, dealing with the people attacking me, I could just sit there and axe it. But I think that's a lot of commitment for what is essentially, like, a gimmick. And I don't know if people are really going to do stuff like that. Unless they just already happen to have it. You know what I mean? Right. Um... And then the last comment of the day, which is also our first topic of the day, is from Bombling. He says, question, thinking outside of the box, what alternative PvP environment, quote-unquote, would you guys like to see? If the entire Node War system was scrapped, because let's be honest, it has been changed so much without ever really finding a good spot, would it be too drastic to call the foundation of Node Wars to not be solid enough uh, to build on, and what sort of other implementations could BDO have as a replacement? No time restrictions, sieges in some sort, GVG declarations that mattered, and as a main PvP focus in-game. And he says, follow-up, why does the game always try to make PvP be quote-unquote worth it? 
in terms of rewards. Shouldn't the game have good enough PvP encounters, mechanics, and gameplay so that the winning was not valued in silver income, but instead in bragging rights and prestige? Parentheses, be gone, castle buffs, and payouts. Um, so where do we begin? We begin on the end? There, well, you, the you said... You said that you could answer the second question really quickly. Well, the second question comes down to, like, if you're investing time, since the game is based on progression, you kind of want your time to reward you with something. And the reason why there's no prestige is because currently our game doesn't have a ladder or any way to offer up prestige. Otherwise, that maybe could be a thing. Like, if there was... Even if there wasn't a reward, if there was a 1v1 arena or a 3v3 arena that you can queue for and there was a ladder and an MMR and you got ranked and it like there were seasons, even without a reward, there would still be people like aspiring to be at the top of that just to say they're the best in the game or whatever. So until they add that, they kind of have to give rewards. And I, I mean, the rewards are, are good. Like you want to be rewarded uh, a little bit just because the game requires so much time to progress so at least that's how i feel about it um i don't know i kind of feel a bit like i'll spend five or six hours in battle arena and then after i'm just like dang like that would have been like 300 mil if i just was grinding hard and instead i am a little bit better hopefully so i mean yeah i mean i'm with you but people just want to get stuff for their work so yeah, I think the biggest thing is, like you said, the ladder thing. Like, it's... Especially when it comes to 1v1s. Because when it comes to, like, large-scale stuff, you could argue that, you know... You are valued by... Your guild is valued by the amount of nodes and the amount of territories and, and shit like that you can take. Um, Of course, not accounting for politics and everything else. So, you know, that has that going for it, even if it's not, like, an official thing. You know, people in their minds have an idea of, like, who the strongest guilds are, right? You have, like, Snake and Vertex at the top competing for 1 and 2. Cho Nation and Black Rose competing for 3 and 4. Barcode is, like, right below them at number 5. And then you get a little bit lower, it gets a little bit blurrier. But you got, like, you know, Vexus, Haste, like, all the other guilds. Um... But especially when it comes to 1v1, like, there is absolutely nothing that you can do to really say, like, or prove that, like, yeah, like, I'm one of the best that there is. I mean, it's basically the entire, like, uh, fame or notary of being a good 1v1-er is entirely by, like, word of mouth. By people just saying, like, oh, yeah, 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 he's he's really good. He's really good at 1v1s. So, um... Yeah, I don't know. They need to... I feel like that's one thing that this game could do a lot better, is making that more, like, more worth it, like, internally, right? Not externally, not, like, for money or whatever, but, like, internally. Like, you feel better about it, you know? So, I don't know. They need a ladder, which is also my answer to the first thing, which was what alternative (laughs) PvP environment would you like to see? A ladder. Like, any sort of, like, ladder. 1v1s, 3v3s, 5v5s, I don't care. A ladder. This game needs a ladder so bad. Yeah, I agree. A ladder would be really awesome. And in kind of every... Like, a 1v1 would be great. 2v2 and 3v3. 
I feel like in 5v5, it's really so random. I guess you could make a good 5v5 team, but it would be weird and hard to random queue for. But at least up to 3v3 would be awesome. Where you just do, yeah. like, you queue into a match, you get people who are similar MMR or ELO as you, and then you fight best of three, and then you get points, get out. Whatever. And then maybe if you still want to have rewards, have it at the end, like, based on your ranking. Top 1,000, everyone gets 50 memory fragments or something. Top 500, you get 100. Top 200, you get sharps and hearts or whatever. I don't know. Something like that would be really, really awesome. Um, But also, I would love to see some objective-based team play that's more on the small-scale side. I think would be really, really fun. Like, imagine a 10v10. There's, I'm just like winging this off the top of my head, but something like you have a smaller fort that doesn't have the same HP, you can't build around it, you just have a fort, and it's a 10v10, it's in a small like PvP area, and you bring 10 people, they bring 10 people, and you guys try to fight over the fort, and you can queue up for it and get rewards for winning and losing. Like Stuff like that would be really fun, or a capture the flag type thing, or like conquer objective A, and then move on to B, and then C, and then at the end you fight. There was this thing there was this thing in Ion, or Aeon, whatever you, however you want to pronounce it, A-I-O-N, uh, called Dredgian, Dredgian Ship, which is like one of my favorite things. Like the game was kind of ass, and it's tab target, and super grindy and all that, but this PvP mode was like the most fun I've ever had in PvP with friends in a group, where you'd go in with 15 people, and you start out, it's almost like League, like you'd go down lanes, and you'd conquer these different sections, and the more sections you have, the more points you have. And the longer you hold them, your points like slowly go up over time. And eventually you start off separate, but eventually you cross into the other team and you can fight them straight up or you can try to go take other territories while they're taking yours back or whatever. And it was just, it was so much fun. Like something like that would be really fun. Like a match lasted like 30 minutes and you had to work together. <laughs> that game was so awful though. Like the C, it's so funny. People complain about being CC'd constantly or locked into CC. Like in that game, if you got put to sleep, you literally had to watch your character sleep for sixty seconds. Wow! Really? <laughs> yeah, it was like they would just like put to sleep one guy and then move on with their life, and you had to either be debuffed by an ally or you're just sitting there asleep or forty five seconds or whatever it was. It was like some crazy amount of time. That, like, it was my first MMO, so I didn't even realize how absurd that was. But imagine in BDO being CC'd for 45 seconds. Oh, my God. Yeah, that'd be crazy, dude. What the hell? Anyway, so, like, ob objective-based um. PvP, I think, would be really fun on a smaller scale than Node War. And I also wanted to comment on, like, the... I think Node War is actually in a pretty good place. Like, there's things that are bad about it, and... They've changed it a lot to try to make it better, but there were definitely times in the past where it was worse off, and it Nodewar is still really fun. Like, it's just hard to match up with people. I mean, maybe they could have a ladder instead of it being, like, territory based on a map. Like, having a ladder where you can actually fight other guilds that are close to your level every time you Nodewar would be so much fun. That That's the issue, is you just run into people that are either way too strong or way too weak. It's, like, really inconsistent, but I think overall, Node War is really fun. I think it's just hard to implement a way to make it fair and balanced consistently. So, yeah, yeah that's where I'm at. I definitely agree. Like, small-scale objective-based uh, matches could be, like, super fun. Um, 
I don't know. I enjoy Nodors, man. Um, there's obviously always room for improvement, but I don't know. You, li- you just, like Nodors? Uh, I like Nodors. Yeah, Nodors yeah. are fun. I mean, as far as the worth it thing, going back to that as well. Um, like not to kind of go back to what we we already covered or whatever, but like. My biggest issue with the worth it thing and making it, like, it's not always just Nodors, right? Like, you look at, like, uh, RBF, and it's like, I get that you're trying to say that it should be fun enough to be on its own, but, like, that is a grind, right? Like, you're still grinding, even if you're grinding to try and get better or, like, whatever. So, like, you're investing so much time into it or whatever. It's like, you kind of want it to be at least a little worth it. Um, and like, what is it? Two point five if you win, right? Uh, two point five silver. Yeah. So seven point five silver an hour. Like, that's really bad. Well, plus the RBS. It's really bad. And that's assuming you win. But you still like I don't know one if you lose, and you only need eighty to make stones. (laughs) Yeah. You have to lose eighty matches to make an RBF crystal. I don't know what's up with that. I've never fucked with that before, but I don't know, man. Like it, there just needs to be. They need more options for making money. I think that's my biggest issue with like that whole thing. Like in my opinion, PvP should be at least a decent way of making money. Like, it just should be, and the fact that it isn't is kind of like annoying because it makes it to where like. If you PvP when you're not doing your main PvP, i.e. Nodors, then you're kind of, like, wasting time. Right. So. Yeah. I don't know. That's why there has to be an it's... award. Without without any prestige or ladder or ranking system, that's, like, the main reason why. It's because as fun as PvP is and as rewarding it is to kill as it is to kill somebody, you, you are essentially wasting your time in the grand scheme of, like, the grind in BDO. If you don't get anything out of it. So, so yeah, so what would you yeah. what would you make RBF reward? Because I'm with you. The the rewards in RBF are lame. And they've said as much. They said that they were looking into buffing it in that letter at the start of the new year, like in their upcoming ideas or changes. But what what would you do to it to make it like worth doing but not overpowered, I guess? Well, I think RBF is just, like, flawed at the base. Like, the idea of the game mode is really kind of bad, honestly. Yeah. And there's a lot of things about it that are, like, super easily abusable. Like, the fact that, let's say you get, like, a huge crit with, like, one minute left in the game to go, and then you, uh, you die. So you gave points back, but you still have a good, like, you know, like, 2,000 points on you or whatever. And you're like, dude, I don't want to go back out there and risk dying again, so I can just sit and spawn. You can literally just, like, sit and spawn, walk around every, like, 30 seconds, and uh, there's nothing anybody can do about it. So, like, there's things that are super easily, like, abusable in RBF. Just the base game is, like, kind of lazy, if I'm being honest. Like, the rules of it are kind of lazy. Um... I just think that they can they can do better. They can come up with better and more fun game modes. It doesn't have to be anything new, original. Like, just like you said, like a capture the flag would be cool. A like a capture this area and protect this area would be really fun. 
Like, these are all things that, like, every other game in the history of, like, multiplayer gaming has done. Like, there's no reason we can't do it, too. I mean, the, it, they showed it, right, with the BR. They showed it that, like, yeah, a BDO can do whatever it wants. If it can do a BR, then why can't it do a capture the flag or a protect the point or whatever? So it's like, they could get a lot more creative with their game modes. They can get a lot more creative with RBF. As far as the rewards for RBF, like, man, RBF should at least be, like, if, you, if you're getting a lot of points, like, you're getting a lot of kills, assuming it stays the same as it is now, if you're getting a lot of kills, you should at least be able to get, like, I don't know, man, like, 20 mil an hour if you're getting a bunch of kills. Right. I mean, shit, like, I can make, like, 40 mil an hour, like, minimum in Shadow Arena, not even placing that high. Like, just kind of playing the game casually. Is that what it is these so, days? 40 mil? I mean, that's what I make. That's great. Obviously, I can't speak for everybody, but yeah. Like, I make, like, 35 to 40 mil an hour just kind of playing casually, and I don't win every time. I win, like, maybe once out of every 10 out of every... Like, 1 out of 10, 1 out of 15, I'm winning. So, it's not like I'm winning every game. So the fact that, like, Shadow Arena can be that kind of money, but then RBF is literally 7.5 mil an hour at best, like, that's really bad. Yeah, seven point. Are you Not even counting the enhancing mats or the accessories that you get. That's just silver. Right. Yeah, um... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I agree. It's like... The RBF thing, I, I know they're not going to change it, so since they're not going to change what the actual gameplay mode is, it would be nice to just get a little bit more silver over time. Like, maybe maybe have some sort of... Like, the RBF ranking is hilariously bad. Like, having a flag over your head? Like, almost always... The, hey, watch watch what you're about to say, Almost always cause... the people with the flag over their head are worse <laughs> at PvP than, like, Anyone I know that's actually good at PvP. It's just okay. people that happen okay. to be in there a lot because I see how it is. Because you don't have to take blame. Like that's one of the things in RBF, like you're not gonna sit there and get blamed for dying or losing or making mistakes. You get to just steal kills and whatever. I, I don't know, man. It's just that flag, it needs to be like a monthly thing. And based on just raw kills or whatever it is, is it's so stupid too. Yeah, total amount of kills. I mean, like, I'm a perfect example. Like, I have a rank 5 RBF flag above my head right now. Dude, I RBF, like, once a week now. I used to spam it. I used to spam it a lot. Like, when I, when I, uh, when I first got this. And, uh, I played it a lot because it was really fun. And then it got really boring. And so I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do this anymore. Right. And now I do it, like, once a week, maybe twice a week. <laughs> So it's like the fact that I still have this flag, and granted, I have gone down. Like I used to be like three, two, sometimes one on most channels. Now, if I have the flag, I'm like four or five. Very rarely am I three or higher. So like I have gone down in comparison to the other people that are still spamming it. But it's like that is really silly. And I also think the idea that like again, it's just kind of like the the issue with the game mode itself. Like the fact that like the best way to play RBF if you're trying to gain points is to literally just sit back and let everybody do the work and then just come in and steal the kills. Like that's the best thing to do. To RBF flag. So but that's that's a problem with the game mode itself. So it's like Yeah, I don't know. But like you said, I doubt they'll ever 
do anything about RBF. Yeah. Maybe they'll add more stuff, but RBF will probably always stay the same. I would be surprised. Um, I mean, I would be. It would. It would just be so cool if they added some extra stuff. That's all. Nothing crazy. I don't think it'd be. Also, like at the very least, if you're gonna leave RBF the way it is forever, at least change the tile set like once a month to desert, or more foresty, or a swamp or whatever. Like, just so it's not the same exact looking place. Or actually make improvements to it. Like the fact that there's no sort of, like any sort of matchmaking whatsoever in RBF. Like it's, they, there's not even a one-to-one. -one. Like the system doesn't even apply like, okay, you go to this team and then you go to this team and then you go to this team and then you go to this team. It doesn't even do that. Like there's so many times where at the beginning of a match, not in the middle of it, not at the end of it, after people have, le after people have left, at the beginning of a match, it will be heavily outnumbered. It'll yeah. be like eight to five in like our small little like like RBFs that we do in the guild. Maybe they need to put a like, flame tower at the spawns, the bottom. Oh God! Well, that'll stop Lost Souls. At least. <laughs> what? What does Lost Souls do? He camps spawns. Wow. And he specifically waits for me to come out, and he tries to kill me all the time. Lost Souls, you don't have to take that, dude. He's got, like, this hate boner for me. I don't get it. It's because he gets his cheeks clapped every time he tries to do it. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, there's just an issue with, our, like, the design of the game, RBF. Uh, we should specify. We're talking about Red Battlefield. Oh, yeah, we never even said that. We never even said that. We're talking about Red Battlefield. The game mode, you can press escape, and then it's Red Battlefield, and then you can go to whatever channel. Most of the time, the only one that's going, except for guild RBFs, or Valia 4. Um, but yeah, we're talking about Red Battlefield. Um, so yeah, like the very idea of the game mode of RBF is kind of flawed, and so... Unless they kind of, like, overhaul the game itself, I think RBF is always going to be kind of, like, subpar in a lot of people's minds. Yeah. Agreed. Which is unfortunate, because it could be fun. It could be fun. They had a, um, a mo I actually forget what it was called. I think it might have just been called Battlefield or something, but they had a mode that felt similar to RBF, because you start in two corners and the map was similar. It was... It was a desert tile set, but the layout was still relatively the same. But you had a uh, like objective points that you took, like on the way towards your enemy, and points would go up over time the longer you had them. No, that, that was really fun too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows what they're gonna do with it, man? Probably nothing, like you said. They added team battle and they added a battle royale though, so maybe they'll add other like alternatives to to RBF. Who knows? They need to buff team battle too. I actually like they need to lower the wait times and make the rewards viable because I love team battle. Like that's actually a really fun mode that no one uses because it takes so people long. People don't even know it exists. I know, people don't even know it exists, but it it actually is really fun. The problem is, is people could just leave in the middle of it if they get mad that they lost their first match and then your team is kind of screwed. But um, the idea of it was kind of cool. I wish that stayed around. Yeah. Um, 
You know what I just realized? Well, I guess that actually makes sense. Never mind. I was going to say I just realized you can't do team battles with trial characters, but I guess that kind of makes sense. <clears throat> trial characters? What is this? Or maybe Perlibus just forgot team battle exists as well, so they never changed it to where <laughs> trial characters could do that. I, I actually would not be surprised. I kind of want to forget it exists, too. It hurts my feelings Yikes. thinking about it. I have never done a uh, team battle, so I don't know anything about it. I have. It puts you into a waiting room until there's ten people, and then it, it sorts you, which is kind of funny because you're complaining about it with RBF. It actually sorts you based on gear score. The highest gear score player is put in team A. The next highest is put in team B. The third highest is put in team B. The fourth highest is put in team A, and then back and forth from there. A, B, A, B, A, B, A, B. And it's like, so they try to balance it in some capacity. And then you, you fight each other in five best of ones and everyone else watches. And like the team with the most wins uh, wins that match. And then the overall thing is like a best of three. So you're doing like, you know, it's player one versus player two, then player three versus player four, and you get a point on your team for winning. And then whoever has the most points wins that match. And then the last one I think is like sudden death or something. or I, I don't remember, but... Anyway, the idea of it is really fun. It just, the wait times, and I think the reward also is like 2.5 million silver, but it takes like close to 30 minutes, so it's like less than RBF per hour. Yikes. So, yeah. Um, something like that. Alright, so, speaking of trial characters, do 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 do. this is like the coolest new feature that's come in the game in a long, Absolutely. long time. So, trial characters. What is it? Where did it come from? Why do we have it? What are your thoughts on it? So, trial characters, for anyone uh, not sure of what it is or don't read patch notes or whatever, trial characters are these characters separate from your own characters uh, where you make a character, any class you want, and it is instantly level 60, it has near soft cap gear, and it has as many skill points as you would ever need on any class. And you are allowed to do RBF with it. You are allowed to go into the battle arena with it, which is kind of like the free-for-all area where people do a bunch of 1v1s and stuff. And you are allowed to do something else. What else was it? Uh, battlefield, RBF, something else you could do with it. and... Oh, uh, Arena of Arsha. Arena of Arsha, right. You can do Arena Varsha. So if you wanted to, and I think we're planning on doing it uh, next weekend, Frosty, if you want to come with us, uh, you can actually do gear match tournaments now with the child characters mm -hmm. in uh, Arena Varsha, which is pretty dope, actually. Um, so it's really exciting because it kind of allows you... Like, you were always very uncertain if you were going to enjoy a class when you got to, like, late game. Once you got all your skills and you got your gear and you got your levels, like, even if you looked up videos and things and you are kind of, like, had an idea of what it was like, it was still just kind of hard to know for a lot of people. So I think it's really cool that they, they, they did that and, you know, made it easier to kind of make that decision. And also kind of help out, I think it also, in a way, helps out a lot, uh, chronic re-rollers, like me and you, where it's like, now every time I think about re-rolling Striker, I can go play my striker on that, you know? 
And then I get CC'd out of one uh, dash, and I'm like, man, fuck this class. You know? Yeah, I, w I wish they did this so much earlier. Well, it's funny because in some sense, it'll save some people money because you don't have to completely commit to a class to try it out, and which means you don't have to buy a costume or wait or whatever. And some people just, you know, I, I can't, like, help myself. I can't stand grinding with 16 inventory slots and 400 LT. So it would save money being able to try a character because, like you said, like, you can watch videos and... The skill animations may look really awesome or really lame to you, but it's just not the same as when you actually feel how it feels to play the class. Like, it, right. it just, I don't know. It's a whole different thing when you're actually controlling the character, like how it feels. Um, Man, I just think it's one of the coolest things ever. Like, I people are PvPing way more because of it, trying out new classes. It's a good way for people that complain about balance to learn other classes so they can figure out their strengths and weaknesses, try it out for themselves, because there's always, like, you know, when people are complaining, like, oh, your class is broken, and blah, 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 and it's so easy, you just press this button and you win. Well, now, now you get to uh, hop on that character and show me how easy it is, you know? Right. Which is kind of a cool thing, and I think will help prevent that kind of toxicity a little bit. And then uh, the tournament aspect of it is actually really cool. Now, I don't know if PA, Pearl Abyss, or Cacao plans to do any tournaments. I imagine they're still going to do their one at the end of the year with TwitchCon, but um, now they can have it equalized from start to finish, which is kind of cool. And anyone who's hosting tournaments, you can just have it equalized, which, I, and I think the gear is pretty good because it leaves you 255 and AP 285 DP, which is fine. Like I'm pretty sure everyone can one combo everyone at that level. If you know what you're doing, if you know yeah, what you're absolutely. Doing, if you know your class. You know what I just thought about as well. Mm. I don't know if this would be a particularly good or bad thing. I think I'm kind of I when I'm thinking about it in my head, I think I see kind of positives and negatives. Mm -hmm. But what if they allowed you to take uh, trial characters into uh, T1 Node Wars. T1 Wars? Uh, that actually would be kind of cool. That way, like, the new players can play, like, those soft cap things on, on Node Wars and know what it's kind of like while they work on their, their mains and, like, continue to grind up the gear and the levels on their mains, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, that's actually really interesting. I don't interesting. know, just something I thought I, about. I like that idea. Although you still would need to, like we talked about last week, separate T1 from T2. Yeah. Um, Like, completely. But yeah, no, I think that would be great. Actually, that's a really good idea, because... I, I don't know. Then it would kind of... You get to see what it'd be like to be in a guild that's organized and actually wants to do our node war. You can get together and have a class that's capable... See what it's like. And yeah, I like that idea. See how your class would perform in Node War. Because that, that is sort of another as aspect of trying a class out. Seeing how it does in Node War. Because things feel really good sometimes in Battle Arena. Where you can just like kind of crush people. And then you go to Node War. And it doesn't quite feel the same when you're playing a land. You know? Yikes, dude. So. I feel like there's some there's some personal pain in there. Dude, I just love the lands animations and weapons so badly. I I wish they did something to make it a little bit easier for Node War type play. Did you buy the new booty outfit? No, what even is that? The booty outfit for the lawn. It just came out. No, 
I don't buy I don't buy outfits for classes I don't play. I actually don't really buy outfits. Yeah, you'll go back to it eventually. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, once you get like two ninety AP, you'll go back Reband to it. two point When they add two more rebound skills. Right. But uh yeah, trial characters, man, I think this is I like no downsides. I honestly can't think of a downside. Like I'm really yeah. struggling to. I mean, my uh, as far as complaints, um, my only complaint would be that you have to wait 24 hours to delete a character. Yeah. Maybe an hour. That's what I was gonna say. Is like, there's a couple things where it's like could have been done a little bit better, but like, as far as whether it's good or bad, I think it's like overwhelmingly mm-hmm. good. Really awesome. Really awesome thing. Right. And actually, that tournament you're gonna have, I would love to come on my main for that. Yikes, dude. Probably not. <laughs> probably not. Dude, I'm probably I'm probably going to go on my warrior. So, what characters have you tried since the trial thing? So, I made a striker mm-hmm. because I rage about striker all the okay. time and I feel like striker is just like there's several times in every node war like something will happen on my zerker and I just think to myself, if I was a striker right there, like that would have gone way better. Okay. Like, I sit there and, like, last war I went to, uh, that we did, I literally got grappled out of my ulti. Like, how Berserker has this stupid little charge-up animation before they actually begin their ult. Right. And I was slowed, so it was accentuated to all hell. Mm. And I got grappled out of it, and it consumed my ulti. It consumed my 100%. And you can ask the people I was in TeamSpeak with, I was just raging. I was like, dude, if I was a fucking striker, that whole fucking group would be dead right now. Ah, just like yelling about it. I don't, I don't, I don't so, need to start an argument, but a lot of strikers get grabbed out of the start of their ulti as well. Oh, no, I'm well aware. But, uh... So, what was yeah, your conclusion so, after uh, Is it as easy as it looks? Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I had Xavius teach me just, like, two really simple combos that are, like, Easier to execute than any other class I've ever played in this entire game, including Witch and Wizard. And I was one sh- I was one comboing literally everybody. Like, it literally took me 20 minutes to be able to easily one combo every single person in the arena. Like, that's how easy that class is. Interesting. It's funny. It's funny it, because it, I, Striker is one of the... I, I made a Striker last night and I was fucking with it in the trial uh or a trial character in BA and it was like I had the complete opposite feeling. I was like this is really? way harder than I thought and this feels super clunky and I hate this. You're probably overthinking it. <laughs> Maybe. But it just felt like I don't know, I just didn't I hated it. I was like I I could never play this. This just doesn't feel good at all. Well, also, you're not staring at a big butt or a pair of tits, so you're just instantly uh, inclined to not Dude, play I, it. All right. Then, ex- <laughs> then explain my feeling towards Ninja, because I want to make a Ninja so badly after making a Trial Ninja. That's like... Yeah. I've seen... I've watched so much Ninja PvP. I've PvP'd against Ninjas. It never looked that fun to me. After playing it for five minutes, I was like, Dude, this is the most fun I've had in a long time playing BDO. 
It's so fun. I mean, take it in RBF, because I think ninjas are always going to be super fun in 1v1, but the question is, are you going to enjoy it in, like, a large-scale scenario? Yeah. So I think the best thing that you could do before you decided to, like, reroll coupon or spend in-game silver on ninja weapons would be to take it in RBF a bunch and see if you enjoy it. Right. But, um... Yeah, man, Striker's really easy. I don't know. I... You had a different experience. You were probably overthinking it. You literally only need like five abilities. I mean, it's really easy to like, grab and do that combo, sure. But it's, I did not find it as easy to actually grab somebody or CC somebody, not if, like against someone that knows their class. That that was where I felt like it was hard and felt weird. I don't know. Yeah, I I found it was pretty easy, but. Uh, I play Zerker, so I'm used to doing nothing but going for grapples. <laughs> like, that's literally all I do 24-7 is go for grapples. So you, and I've been told I'm pretty good so at it. Are you so, going to level up uh, Striker? Uh, I'm debating it. I So right now I have backup weapons on a wizard, mm -hmm. and uh, they're at, like, try and duo right now. Once I get those to Tet, I might consider re-rolling those to Striker, mm -hmm. and, like, just kind of, like, I wouldn't level, I probably wouldn't level my striker actively, I'd probably just do it AFK, but, um, I don't know, I'm still, I haven't made up my mind on whether that's something I want to do, but I wouldn't even consider it unless I already had them at Tet anyway, so I'm not in any rush, really. Um, but then I also made a Sork, and I played around with a Sork at, uh, high gear level as well. Um. Now that, honestly, is an easy class. Yeah, I deleted that character already. Why? I was just confused. What do you mean? Like, I tried I tried to use all the skills that I see other sorts using, and I kept getting, like, confused, and, like, I don't know, I couldn't pull off, like, any sort of a, any semblance of a combo. So, like, my brain was just, like, overwhelmed. I think I might have been trying to do too many skills, honestly. Right. And I might have been, like, overloading myself. But, uh... You gotta start with yeah, Violation that... Spam, dude. That's what, where all sorks begin. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, that was painful. So, yeah, I deleted that character. And then the last character I made before my sort got deleted, because like I said, it takes 24 hours to delete for whatever weird reason, uh, I made a warrior. Not because I don't know how to play warrior, <laughs> or that I'm thinking about re-rolling warrior, but just because I wanted to 1v1 on a warrior with soft cap gear. Right. And, uh, let's just say my warrior is named the Better Rainer, and, uh, I proved it in Battle oh Arena. God. That's all I'm saying. Dude, uh, did you <laughs> see Furl's warrior's name is McFeets? Is it really? Yeah. Dude, we were all making names based around Savius for whatever uh, reason no. on I the day the trial characters I came out. I saw Rhythm had, like, uh, Zay Xavius have yeah. my baby. Oh my god. Yeah. My uh my striker's name is a uh, Zavanir. It's the ship of Xavius and Rainer. Oh god. <laughs> um so I tried so, for a split second I tried Valkyrie and like I think I need someone to teach me that cuz Valkyrie is a lot of stuff you have to learn. And then uh I kind of want to try Mewa. I haven't given Mewa a try. I deleted the striker already. I'm going to hold on to the ninja. I'm going to try Mewa, and then I have never tried Zerker out ever in this game. Like, I got a Zerker to level 10 and then stopped playing it. Dude, I will teach you how to Zerker. 
Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. It is. It's the most fun class in the game, honestly. It's not the best, but it is the most fun. Um, I also made a Musa, forgot to oh, mention. Oh, yeah. I deleted the Sork and made Grimic, a Musa. Right? <laughs> yeah, Grimic with three M's, brother. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that was real. I was shocked at the amount of damage I was doing. Yeah. 255 Musa is pretty good. I mean, I was easily one-comboing people, not having any, like, semblance of a combo. Basically, just, like, spamming abilities that I like to use in PvE, and I was easily one-comboing people with them. So it was like, jeez, dude, that's kind of crazy. So, because of this, I've, I'm considering, like, legitimately considering, um, so my backup weapons right now are on uh, my Mystic, my main stuff's on my Sork, and I was... I've just been really bored of Mystic lately. Like, I can't bring myself to even grind on her, let alone PvP or anything. So, um, I still have that Kuno that I always bounce to. So, I was thinking if I made a short sword and then got some back, like, I could just buy. Uh, I guess if I set it up to work with Kuno and then I could just buy a Katana and a Shuriken and I'd be set. Could play both Kuno and Ninja at any time. Kind of cool. Maybe. I don't know, man. Ninja's fun. Yeah? Ninja actually even looks fun to grind on to me. I just need to get power leveled. When you get in power level. Ninja is a... No. Ninja is a uh, really fun class. Um, Like I said, I spam it in Shadow Arena. Like, that's basically all I ever play. And, uh... Yeah, it's really fun. But again, like, I would suggest taking your trial character into RBF a bunch before you really, like, make any decisions. Power level me on stream? Probably not. Dude. Why? Just a 56. Because it takes like 10 minutes. Yeah. How long does it take nowadays? Huh? Dude, I don't know. I've never been power leveled a day in my life. Should I just do the quest? I'm oh, not a leech. I actually probably should just do the quest for that 100 stack anyway. So, yeah. Overall, child characters. Really cool addition yeah, to the game. Yeah, it's really good. I want to see uh, if any tor tournament organizers... We haven't seen a BSL in a really long time. I missed that series. Hopefully they come back. Um, the official Cacao one. Hopefully it's not just once a year. It'd be nice to see one of those again. Those were cool. Uh, with the equalized gear, it would be really awesome through and through. Although, you know it'd be hilarious. Like, let's do the opposite of last year's ending. Let's do equalized gear until the finals, and then you have to use your actual character. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. That would piss off a lot of people. Well, you shouldn't have um, been so good. Yeah, where has the BSL been? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what... Maybe they don't play BDO anymore. Ouch, Vibes dude. and Dr. Positive. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they Who got knows? too much shit, because that's what happens when you uh, do anything publicly. Everyone talks shit. Yeah, the internet's an unforgiving place, mm. man. Um, Alright, so the last thing we wanted to talk about in kind of very general terms, you wanted to talk about enhancing things. Yeah, so I had some questions for you. We haven't. I don't think we've really talked too much about enhancing um, outside of maybe discussing the percentages when they changed. I think we touched on those when we got to see them. It like, had just happened when we first started the podcast. But 
Um, so enhancing, I, I kind of was curious just from your point of view, because uh, I, I think I still have a little bit of an edge on you as far as gear. Just a hair. A just little a hair. bit. <laughs> so I, being the advanced soul that I am, with the way things currently are, the way the market is now, do you prefer enhancing... I, I there's like a bunch of questions, so we can we'll just go over it one at a time. But do you prefer enhancing accessories, uh, or gear? Because accessories blow up, gear downgrades. Um, and is it worth it to use crown stones on either one? So kind of where do you fall on that? Both those things. Uh, I don't get why anyone would enhance accessories right now. Honestly, like that's really strange to me. Why? There's accessories literally sitting on the market, like, on buy. Right. I mean, I get they're a little expensive, but... Uh, I don't know. Like, accessories are so risky, that's the thing. Okay, so you... They they just disappear. So, like, you're going for tet... You're still trying to get tet. Are you going to go for pen soon, or you're just getting your accessories to tet first? What's kind of the plan? Uh, so my gear progression plan... First of all, I need to get my Ted Gaieth back, because fucking Christ almighty, this has been an absolute bitch of a fucking helmet to okay, upgrade. You need a mute switch. Oh, you need a mute, you Going... need a mute pedal, dude. That guy cannot listen to this podcast at work. <laughs> <laughs> Going for pin was the greatest mistake of my life. <laughs> it was literally, it was literally like two months ago. I cannot get Tet on this guy off to save my life. At this point, I'm honestly considering. I already I have like 500 million silver in the bank. Tet Gieths are selling for 900. I'm considering just saving and buying oh one. Like, I'm so done with this helmet right now. Um, once I get that to Tet. Um, there's a lot of things that I want to do. So I want to save up money for a Garmoth's heart. Uh, for maneuver because uh, that was like those benefits are really really good for berserker it gives health it gives stamina it gives the uh, special defense or whatever it is uh, evasion I don't remember uh, exactly yeah, what it is special attack evasion yeah so like especially the health and the stamina both really good things for berserker um but I also want a uh, I also want a Kafris my Sarka to meet the same as P A P Jesus Christ, I can't speak today. Meet the same AP as my dandy. Right. Because that's what uh Xavius has. He has his Zarka Kafras to be it's actually like one lower, but it's two sixty five. So he's two sixty five, two sixty six. Uh so which is like really important on Berserker. It's probably not so important on other classes. But on Berserker, uh, in both PvE and PvE, you use your <laughs> axe, like, PvE so much. PvE, yeah. Oh, did I say that? I'm in PvE and yeah. PvP. You use your axe so much, like, it's so important. So it's kind of like having that 265 on Zarka would be really, really nice. Right. But obviously, like, that's a lot of Kafris. That's three levels on Kafris. So, like, that's quite a bit of uh Kaffir stones and I'm not exactly a walking bank like some people. Um I feel like that was a But then I also I'm not a walking bank either. Yikes dude. Um What was I gonna say? 
Oh, I also want another Tech Crescent because uh, 269. So yeah. Um. Okay. So. So you you, you but no hate, pin. You hate enhancing accessories then. So. I for do. Someone coming up, like, yeah. let's say someone hits soft cap, whatever that is now, two fifty five. Let's say they have full tri accessories, full tech gear, right? And they're two fifty three, two fifty five. I think that's soft cap now, right? With the two AP we got recently, in the patches. Yeah. So would you recommend? Because I I always hear this question a lot. Should I go for pen dandy or should I go for tech accessories? Because tech accessories are so scary for a lot of people. So what do you recommend and why? Now that TED accessory rates, like, now that rates are being shown and it's showing that TED accessories are, like, literally ten times the chance of, like, your pin shit, I feel like it's obvious to go for TED accessories first. Like, it's literally, like, I checked whenever I had my, uh, my stack that I got my, uh, TED Bassion. It was, like, a 30% chance-ish. It was, like, around a 30% chance. The same stack for my dandy was like a three percent chance, right? Like somewhere around three percent for pen dandy, so it's like, it's so much higher. Like, I feel like if you go for your pens before you go for your TED accessories, now that we know for a fact that it's way easier, is like it's really silly, right? Even if they do blow up, like, dude, they're sitting on the market, so even if you don't have the money, well, like, even if you don't have the money for, like, a Tet accessory, you can buy tries and blow them up, or you can buy duos and blow them up. Like, they're, there's so much sitting on the market right now. Yeah, so, I, I completely agree, although I actually felt that way before, even before we saw the enhancement chances. Like, well, yeah, because you always said that it was really low. You were one of the people who always said, like, dude, it's really, really, really yeah, low although chance. although it's much lower than I thought it was. I didn't think it was that low. Like, I, I didn't think yeah, at 150 dude. it was 5% for a pen. But I just was like, man, like, accessories, going for pen is so demoralizing. After you failed, like, five or six times, it, like, starts really getting crazy. And I, I understand, like, I know accessories are the same way. But accessories and, like, relative cost are so much less. Not counting pay-to-win. I guess it's definitely cheaper to pay-to-win armor and weapons, but I don't know, man. Like, accessories, you can always have grinded for accessories. The only exception was, like, Tet Ogre. But you can get to 269 without a Tet Ogre. So, for me, it always was... I'm almost there. (laughs) At least start with two Tet Crescents. Like, you could do two Tet Crescents and a Tet Bassy Belt before going for Pen. Like, maybe save Ogre for last because it was so scary before you knew the chance. But now that we know the chance, there's absolutely no reason. I I just don't see why anyone would go for Pen. I see so many people make that mistake where they want to go for Pen at Soft Cap. And it, like, drives people to quit the game because they fail Pen so much. And it's like even after all their successes, they get their stack or all their fails, they get their stack up to one seventy, and their chance is still five point one percent. Right, it's gone from like three percent to like five percent over the course of fifty fail yeah. stacks. Like, good job. So I I just think going for pen is like uh, I waited, I did it like kind of early, like in retrospect, maybe I should have done a belt or ogre first, but I got um. I went for Pendandy after I had Vel's Heart and two Tech Crescents. 
But, uh, and then after I got that, I got the Ted Ogre, and then I went for Penzarka. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I much prefer to enhance accessories than I do armor and weapons. The other reason is, is you're sitting there enhancing for so long when you do armor and, ex armor and weapons to get it back. Like, when you're going to do a Ted attempt, you grab your five rings, you either get up or you don't, and you're done. <laughs> you're out of money, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, you know? right. But when you're doing like a weapon, you're sitting there enhancing for freaking ever, like doing like 70 duo attempts and failing over and over. And like, it's just, it's terrible. It's like a horrible, horrible experience. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely, it's like accessories are like ripping off a bandaid. Like it hurts like a lot, but at least it's over quick. Yeah. And then like back in my day, you couldn't buy any of these accessories, so now it just doesn't even... Like, now you can just grind silver. I Like, a Tech Crescent, I think, is sitting on buy for 6 bill right now, right? Which is totally reasonable and, like, a completely fair price. Let's see. Ring, Crescent, 7 Tech Crescents listed, 2 of them for four, uh, 5.4 bill. That's crazy. That's insane to me, because they were pre-ordering before yeah. this new market, like well before this new market, they were pre-ordering for like twelve. Yeah, that's insane. You can buy a Tet Latens for fourteen point four. <laughs> People were pre-ordering that for like twenty-four or twenty-five bill before. Everyone... Am I blind? Where's Ogering? Oh, there it is. Oh, I am blind. Now I go. Uh. Wait, Ogering is actually cheaper. You can buy a Tet Ogering for 13 bill. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, Tungrads are probably still pretty expensive, though, aren't they? Yeah, well... Eh, it's not that bad. How much is a Tungrad? 9.5. Yeah. Well, that's still cheaper. I guess Tungrads yeah. are... Tungrads are probably more accessible, right? Since they actually drop from a grand spot that people go to. Bassies are only 6.6 .6 right now. Ted Bassies. Wow. Yeah. The market has changed. That's so much. crazy. Dude, I th I thought about selling my Bassie when the central market first hit. Like, I got my Ted Bassie like a couple days after the uh, central market mm -hmm. hit. And I actually debated selling my Bassie because it was worth like, it was worth like 12 billion. Now it's 6.6, .6, just like, what, two, three weeks yeah, later? Blew it. Oh, I'm glad I didn't, but, like, damn, dude, that's crazy. Yeah. The reason I was thinking about doing it was because I was thinking about uh, selling it and using the money by a uh, pen dandy. But who knows how long I would have been sitting there waiting for somebody to list a pen dandy iron buster, you know? And I would have had, you know, a... Uh, uh, rental belt. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I know, I heard someone else talk about that too, selling Ted Ogre for when it was like 20 bill or whatever it is, because now it's only 12, but it's such a risk. Like, obviously in retrospect, it looks like the right thing to do, but there's no way you could have known. Yeah. That's crazy though, man. I feel bad for the people who like bought a Ted Bassey. For, like, 12 billion silver, you know? Like, when the market first hit. I, I mean, I don't, because everyone had 12 billion silver because of 
sea hunting. <laughs> I mean, the market was different then. I mean, it was worth it at the time. And they, they're they still reaping the benefits. I don't know. I don't, I don't feel bad. But it's like, it's just crazy to me. Like, I, I'm wondering if I should get a Garmoth's heart, because I also need one. Or if I should wait till they come down, if it's worth it at the current price. I feel like they'll come down eventually. That's why, like, I'm kind of not in a rush to buy one myself. Because I feel like they'll, uh, they'll come down. It's already come down quite a bit. I mean, there's one listed for, uh, 3 billion silver. Like, that, when the central market first hit, weren't Garmonts at, like, 5 billion yeah, or, like, 6 billion five. or something? So, it's already come down 2 billion silver over the course of, like, 3 weeks? And as long as there's people, as long as there's some sitting on the market, and people keep trying to, like, this right here, this guy listed it for 3 billion silver, uh, 3 billion silver, 3 billion 90 is what he listed it for. And then two people undercut him at 380. <laughs> so as long as people keep, like, undercutting each other like that, it's just going to keep getting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper and cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. You're saying eventually I'll get really lucky and it'll be 3 billion 10? Then I yeah, right. Um, so... Fail stacking. Let's talk real quick about fail stacking before we end here. Um, the fail stacking, I don't know if it's unique to this game or not. I haven't played enough MMOs. Maybe it exists in other games. But, like, fail stacking, I'm in an, a love-hate relationship with it. Because it makes materials and the market and the economy kind of go. Because it, the way it makes you waste stuff and use stuff and keep the value on things that shouldn't matter uh up but then i hate it because when you can't make a stack to even do an attempt for like an hour of doing attempts it like drives me absolutely nuts where are you on fail stacking do you like it would you change it uh i don't know if i like it i understand i understand the necessity for it uh but, I don't know. I saw a post on the subreddit the other day where it said, uh... It was like a meme about another game, but it applied to BDO. I forget exactly what it said, but it said something along the lines of randomness is a lazy way to gate progression in a video game. And I think I kind of agree with that, honestly. I think the idea that, like, We'll just make it random, so that way, like, we can stunt progression by some people are going to get it, and then some people aren't. But eventually, everyone will get it. But it's going to be a long time until that happens. Right. Like, I think that is kind of, like... I don't know if lazy is the right word. I mean, I guess it kind of is, but... I don't know. I kind of... I kind of... I kind of agree with that, honestly. I don't really like the system... I get the necessity for it. I get that you needed to lock your your content behind a gate somehow, and that's just kind of the one you chose. But I don't like it necessarily. No. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know what you could do to change it. But I mean, it it works, and it's consistently awful. But it works, so it's reliable yeah. in that it's consistently awful. <laughs> But, I mean, it does work, so it's hard to, I don't know. 
It's an odd, odd thing to me. I mean, it's, it, uh, I don't know. I really don't like it. I just don't like it. I don't like randomness. This is the same reason I hate that they added resistances to the game. Like, I know this is quite a long time ago now, but it's like, why do we need that randomness added? That doesn't improve the game in literally any way whatsoever. Yeah. Like, now you just have to kind of, like, hope that this CC that you're hitting them with is going to work, and that they don't just, like, straight up resist it. Right. Uh, yeah, no, I, I hate the CC thing, but, yeah, I don't know, I, sadly, I don't have any progressions. Kind of curious on, on people who leave some feedback, if there's, like, an enhancement system in a game that was good. I heard the Maple Story one's pretty good, but I know you, not that the game is good, but the enhancement system in the new Maple Story people seem to like, but that it just happened so quickly, so I don't know if it'd work in a game like BDO. Like, it's not very difficult at all. Or suppose supposed to Yeah. Be. Well, isn't a lot of Maple Story like the dungeons or whatever they're called? Like you need to get the materials <sighs> the from game is, the dungeon the equivalents. The game is for like ages six to twelve, so I'm not. I really am. Not <laughs> sure. I played that game for like two days. It was okay. Just uh, yeah. eh. nothing special. I don't know. So, um, the moral of all this is enhance your accessories first. I know it's scary, but just do it. The The odds of success are much higher. Even I know there's bad cases. People have failed like 25 ogre, Ted ogre attempts, and that's terrible. But D-Jewels also exist. Yeah, right. Like, think about how many fails it takes to get to 300 stacks. <laughs> oh, my God. Which, what's crazy is even at 300 stacks, that was only like, what, a 10% chance? Yeah. I think at 300 exactly it's 10%, isn't it? Or So even even his 300 whatever stack that he got pen on finally, it still wasn't as much of a chance as a uh a Ted accessory on like 100 right. something. Don't don't quote me. 200 don't stacks quote me less. It's probably not that. It's something though. It's still low. I think I think that's around yeah. it though. I don't know about exactly, but Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I, w I mean, man. That's so crazy. Do it safely, though. Yeah. Like, dude, have backups. Have backups. Like, blow up yeah. backups. Have enough metals to get rental necks if you need it in case you, like, rage enhance something. Like, always make sure you have a backup plan. For a while. The only thing I rage, like, rage enhanced in quotes was my ogre. I failed the tet late. And I was just like, ah, heff it. I'm just going to go for it on my ogre as well. And then... Uh, but I had like six weeks of medals that I could rent a neck. So right, doing it on one week. No, that like, was I've my. I've seen so many people in our in my guild and our uh in hex where like <laughs> they're just like depressed because they're running out of time. There's like that one day left on their accessory and they still haven't gotten it back. It's like don't put yourself in that position because that's not a good feeling at all. Yeah, I was the same way with my uh bassy belt. Like I was just like. Man, I kind of want to enhance something, but I don't really have anything. I was just sitting on this, like, it was like a 120 stack or something. I think it was like 120 something, like 122. And uh, I was like, you know what? I have enough rentals 
or I have enough medals to get rentals for like a good month or two. Like, I'm just gonna blow it up. And so I blew up my centaur first. I had a meme centaur uh, from back when I was thinking about doing an evasion right. build. So I was like, screw it, I'll just do this first. Threw that at it, it blew up. I was like, okay. And then I threw my Vassy at it, expecting it to blow up, and then it just kind of went. And I was literally in Discord with like Mina and Xavius and some other people. And I literally was in the like the middle of a sentence, and then I was just like, yeah, and so then the other, oh, it went. And they were like, wait, what? Like, Did you just get Ted Vassy? I was like, yeah, I didn't think it was going to go. <laughs> were you excited? Uh... Man, I'm gonna be honest, the feeling of, like, yes, I finally got it is, like, really not as prevalent in me anymore. Like, obviously, I'm happy. Like, I wasn't like, oh, damn, I got Tabassi. Yeah, I was like, oh, sweet, I got Tabassi, but I wasn't like... Dude, like, I remember when I hit Tri Ogre, like, I was literally, like, yelling in my apartment. I was living in an apartment at the time. I was literally yelling in my apartment, like, freaking out, like, oh my god, oh my god, and now I get Tevassi, and I'm just like, oh, cool. Yeah. What, what about the Tet Crescent, the first Tet? Was that one? Uh, very similar. I was just like, oh shit, that actually went? See, I what? felt like, I was like, shaking when my ogre went, and I was shaking when, uh, my Crescents went. I mean, I don't know if you remember that, that day, but that was crazy, man. Where you got two yeah, tech back crescents? To back. It was just like I couldn't even believe it. I legitimately woke up the next day and just normally I set my fishing and then go to work or whatever, but uh I switched to that character just to make sure I actually had that AP and it wasn't a dream. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. did. Yeah. I don't know, the feeling of like the feeling of success on enhancements is very gone for me now. Which I think is part of why I really don't care for the system. Because it's like, before I might have been like, eh, I mean, it takes a while, but when you get it, it feels really good. And now I'm just like, eh, it's just kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah. I'll be happy when I get Pin Dandy someday in 2027, though. Never getting I mean, there's a chance you never get Pin Dandy. There is. There is a very real chance. There's a good chance I'll quit this game before I go up in Nandy. Let's not be too haste. Yikes, dude. But, uh, also, I think a part of my non excitement for getting those TED accessories, I'm literally two for two on TED accessories. I have not dude, failed a TED accessory. You realize how I many people are going to hate you? Don't even say that. No, I'm. Well, dude, I am. Who would have guessed I'm RNG carried when it comes to TED accessories? And apparently Vel. Like, those are, like, the weirdest things to be RNG carried to. Get a Vel on my second time going, and two for two on TED accessories. Yeah. Like, I'm RNG carried on those things. But, I have a Trigeath, so, I'm not, I, uh, I'm not Cairo, or, uh, Brother John, or Laser over here. Brother Frost? But Dude, I am, after my last, brother after my bags, oh my god. Yeah, on like what'd you say, like a ninety stack? stack? First attempt, my bags went pen. Dude, also the Vel's hard because yeah. I got mine on my first trip out, and everyone hated me, dude. People were not happy. Well, also you were complaining the entire time. You're like, "This is so stupid. This is a waste of my time. I could be grinding right now." Well, in retrospect, it was because now I could just buy a Vel's heart. They're sitting on buy. Why do I even have to go on that <laughs> stupid boat, dude? <laughs> 
Yeah. I so uh yeah, I don't know. It's very uh yeah, two for two on Ted accessories, but I think I'm over thirty something at this point on pen. So what everything. is your your AP DP now? Main hand awakening. Well, right now it's two sixty two, two sixty five, two ninety one. Cause Trigiath. You are catching up, dude. I was dueling a guy just before this started, and I was I was telling you like some of the stuff he was saying, but he kept just calling me like gear carried, like loser. And it was it was funny. But I love it. He's like, take off your gear and come back. I'm like, dude, you're just bad. Yikes, dude. Uh, and with that, I suppose we'll end the podcast. Yeah. Frosty, you got anything you wanna you wanna say to the people? Yeah, I mean the the usual like leave comment, uh, ask questions if you have cool topics. We we kind of dove in in the beginning to someone's suggested topic of PvP and stuff like that. So. You know, if it seems interesting to us, we'll we'll talk about it. And, yeah, leave feedback. Let us know what you think. Uh, if you have any questions, whatever, we're happy to answer it. And also, just a word of advice. If you are out PvPing on Arsha and someone's killing you over and over, don't call them bad because it's embarrassing for you. Um, it, it, it looks, looks bad. really bad when the person that's killed you eight times in a row, you're calling trash. Anyway, that's all awkward uh yeah make sure leave a comment make sure you like subscribe you know all those fancy things i think it's called bookmarking on Castbox. i think that's what it's called i don't know I, I might be wrong on that um i'm a basic bitch i actually i'm actually not like subscribed or whatever to any of the podcasts that i listen to on there because i just search use the search function every time because i'm a fucking ape um but yeah, leave a comment, letting us know uh, your thoughts on everything we talked about. Uh, you know, give us ideas, things to talk about. We love, uh, you know, if you guys have good ones, then we'll be happy to kind of talk about them. Still want to touch on the uh, Mewa versus Musa thing. Uh, Mr. What was his name again? I believe Nayashi. Or Nayashi. Nayashi? Nayashi, man. Connect with me in some way, dog, if you're watching this uh, video. And I, I, we'd love to hang out with you, man, and just talk about Musa, Maywa, the differences, and, uh, you know, just chill or whatever. I'm in a lot of discords. You might be able to find me in one of the generic discords. I'm in the T1 podcast. I'm in the War Hero discord. I'm in a bunch of different, like, public uh, BDO discords. So you might be able to find me in there. If not, just drop a comment with your uh, Discord name if you want, and then I'll uh, contact you or however you want to get in touch with me, man. It doesn't matter, but we'd love to have you on, man, and just talk about Maywan Musa stuff. But, also, if you're not um, actually the, the real Nayashi, stop being an imposter. I'm pretty sure it is. He has, like, 5,000 subscribers and a ton um. of videos. Um, But, yeah. That'll be it for this podcast, guys. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us. And uh, make sure you leave a comment. Keep the conversation going. It's our favorite part of the show. We love talking with you guys back and forth. All that good stuff. Um, yeah, just thanks for hanging out with us. And uh, we will see you next week. Thanks, guys. See you next time. You know you're mine. And here I am.